Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner with Matt and Janesh. Hello, my friend. Hello, have I got you? I can hear you. So good. Alrighty. So, welcome back everyone to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Yo, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) We are, uh, we're recording this one not next to each other. So, uh, we'll see how the audio quality goes with this one. It's a little bit strange not being in your presence whilst recording this. I know. I can hear the birds chirping in your background there, Matthew. Mate, I had a king parrot sitting in front of me a few seconds ago. Blessed. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So we had a bit of uh, attention after our last episode in terms of uh, what we have. It was pandemic mindset in terms of where we are right now and things taken away and... Uh, a lot of people are actually like, I say actually, like I'm surprised, but it was just more, uh, more, more attention than we usually would get uh, from episodes, which has been great. Mm-hmm. And so it leads us to, Matt and I were just talking just before offline and talking about what, what, what do we talk about this time? What is the most pressing thing? Uh, what would be on people's minds? What would be valuable um, to to our listeners? And it's um, it's interesting. It's probably in the last probably year, two years. It's probably been a buzzword, probably um, in certain circles, certain spaces. But it's probably more very relevant in the current situation. Yeah, and I think it's um, it's relevant always. And sometimes we undervalue it, even if we know exactly what it is, we understand it intellectually. But if you're not actually practicing the things we understand, we're not, we're not utilizing them. If they don't make us feel better, then we're missing the point. So, you know, and I know for me specifically, I am now fully aware of the importance of gratitude um, in my current situation. And, uh, you know, I'm assuming so many people will be able to relate that um, yeah, when you kind of feel like you hit a hit a low, the only thing around you is your support network and the people closest to you, and you you just become grateful. So that's what we want to talk about: um, gratitude and how it can really be a a tool or, or whatever you want to think about it as, but a way of looking at the world that can make you feel definitely a lot more empowered. Mm-hmm. What is, um, let's just go straight to it and go, what is, uh, what does gratitude mean to you and how do you use it? I, I think that, um, because I do journaling and stuff, I do actively kind try and put it in my routine where I'll think of a few things to be grateful for and just take a moment and write them down. But to be honest, the times where I'm naturally just grateful are when I hit rock bottom because I don't know why I think maybe it's my fam, my family and, you know, some of the belief systems that were put in place by having a good childhood. But I, when I hit rock bottom, I just naturally go to this, well, it could be worse. I, I, I have all this. I'm, I'm forced to look at my situation and go, it sucks, but it could be worse. 
imagine if I didn't have this, imagine if I didn't have this, imagine if I didn't have this and that, that thought of not having all those things, which I could also not have in this moment, you know, um, mm. I actually become grateful. I don't know if I do it properly. I, when I read about other people using it from a personal development perspective, I don't connect with that. For me, gratitude comes from the loss of things sometimes, you know, and me, mm. me thinking negatively more about my life and going, well, what if I didn't have that? What if I didn't have that? That then triggers this shift in perspective and I go, wow, I'm so lucky that I have a backyard. I'm so lucky that I have trees and animals in the, in the backyard. And, wow, I'm really lucky that, you know, maybe I can't walk right now, but I can, I can sit on the couch out in the sun and how good is this? It's just that shift in perspective um, that happens when things are going bad. And then I remember, but when things are going good, sometimes I forget to connect with that too, um, which would make things better because it just shifts your whole perspective. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, but I think I was saying to you just before that I read in a book um, a different way of looking at gratitude. I think the, sometimes when things enter our world under a name and it just seems like it's being sold everywhere, we can reject the whole idea, but all gratitude is really to me is appreciation for things. And when I think of appreciation in other areas or other aspects of life, and then just use that as a metaphor, it makes more sense. If you have a house and it appreciates the, what happens to the value, Janesh? The value increases, right? So it's, uh, it's interesting. We use this word appreciation in uh, in financial terms, but we don't as much um, link it to to gratitude, or um, when we appreciate something, the value. And I think we undersell some of that. It's like when you we were just saying before as well that when you it's interesting. Like you may think something is of value X to you uh, for whatever reason. However, if you appreciate it more and actually stop to look, listen, feel, touch it, um, it's most likely going to increase its value because it's appreciated more. So yeah. much like a property, it's, it appreciates over time just, just dynamically in terms of that's how the property market is potentially, but it appreciates over time, so it is more value. Uh, there is um, there's more value attached to it. So... Imagine if you appreciated current things that you have um, more. So it might like and go, would that prove to be more valuable to you, right? Not to anyone else, but ju- but to you, I would say yes. What do you think? I, I just think it's common sense. If something appreciates, it, mm. it raises in value. So if I appreciate the fact that I have a working body more, and I feed it and I go, wow, what an incredible asset I have and how fortunate I am. Then I'm going to start to do things to maintain that, that are in line with that appreciation. I'll feed it better food. I'll look after it. I'll get a massage. I'll start to do things. It, it actually 100% has to increase in value. So mm-hmm. then begs the question, I mean, if you look at everything in your life that has value right now, appreciate it fucking appreciate it more and it raises in value um this idea just works on on every level because if you don't appreciate something and you take it for granted 
tinker back to the house and you don't do maintenance on it and you don't give it rev, um, you know, consistent love and care and attention. You don't intend the backyard. It depreciates in value. Mm. It goes down. Your asset goes down. So if you think of all those things in your life, if you're not appreciating them, they're not going up in value. If you're not, um, if you're not, maybe you're not even really acknowledging them that much. They're not increasing in value. Maybe you're ignoring them. You're not giving them your attention because it, it revolves around a serious conversation that might be uncomfortable. Those things are devaluing. And things can devalue to the point where they become in a deficit and then they, they become challenging and painful. Suddenly those things that used to have value have no value, they take away from you. It just, it's a powerful um, way of looking at it, I think, Janesh. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pondering this for the next day and a half and using it. Yeah. Why do you think majority of society uh, like consistently don't stop to appreciate or don't stop to, again, to be grateful. Um, they just, they get stuck in the hustle and bustle. Um, wh- why do you think that is? Um, it's a great question because we're disconnected from nature and ourselves and we're, we're in a, um, you know, a capitalistic environment where we're being sold stuff all the time by marketing about not being enough, about not, ha- you know, that's how you sell something. You make someone feel like they don't, there's something missing. Fill the void with this and you'll become this. You'll be that man. Drive this truck and you'll be like that. You'll get that person. So we buy into this system of belief that serves the economy but doesn't serve us. You know, if we play the game well, I mean, there's opportunity there to dabble in all things and still maintain an incredible lifestyle by appreciating things uh, that you have. And of course, mm-hmm. of course, appreciate the things that you want to have as well. But, you know, it, it, I think when we, if we just listen to the marketing, then we're never going to have enough. We're never, you know, you get the new car, but you know, you know, you've got to keep up with the Joneses, so you need the new boat. So you never spend time appreciating the new car that you just got. Mm. It's this... Um... Is it, it's weird. It's when things are taken away, we're more uh, inept, maybe the word, uh, more susceptible probably to, to feel appreciation, to go... Like, I bet since you rolled your ankle, Matt, you're like, oh, wow, I appreciate just walking without pain. Oh, Absolutely. I, pre- I appreciate being able to play some sport or be able to kick a ball or get on the slack line, right? So you've been slack lining quite a bit lately. And it's like, hold on, I appreciate just even the fact of just to get up and have a go. Oh, mate, and, mate. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It, it forced it's really me. interesting. It forced me into – and you know what I believe, Jeff? This is what I truly mm-hmm. believe that if we go back to this appreciation thing, there were things in my life that were depreciating in value. And I, um, for whatever reason, was fueling other things and they were appreciating massively. But I was allowing some things to go in a deficit and those things were going in a deficit. And, you know, had I addressed them, maybe they wouldn't have as, as severely. But I didn't. So it started to cause me pain. But I still didn't shift my perspective. I still didn't think 
about all the things that I was grateful for. And therefore the universe is, is forced into a position to put me into a place of gratitude, to take something or put, there's a situation that's taken place that it, you know, I've stepped off that slack line hundreds of times and never done that before. But the, the you know, mm. this, the place I was in um, was just the perfect uh, opportunity for me to really work out what to be grateful for. I rolled my ankle and then I'm left sitting on a couch. And once the pain and all that goes away, you're left going, well, wow. I didn't appreciate being able to go in my backyard and slackline enough. I didn't appreciate being able to go for a skate, even in these times. I'm allowed. That's my form of exercise. I could just go for a skate. Um, you know, surfing, when we're allowed out, I might not be able to surf for a while, you know. So you're right. Sometimes the loss of things forces you into that that place. But then as things got, start going well again, gradually forget. You're not as humbled anymore. Um, you forget to be grateful for things around you because you're striving for the things that you want. Yeah. And um and I think people when you think about uh like there's a lot of uh gratitude journals and bits and pieces out there that are uh, that are prompting this this movement of gratitude and I think people that are, are unfamiliar to it think it is potentially this grand this grand poobah gesture, right? Like it needs to be something massive. Like I am grateful that we are like you just bought a house or a car or whatever that can that can definitely be it however it's um it's the small things that probably matter the most in terms of uh i'm gratitude to have a phone and the technology to be able to record this podcast right i'm i'm grateful for the fact that it's a sunny day outside and even though we're in isolation um my daughter can ride her bike outside right some of these small things i think we all think that it needs to be something massive and get caught up in the notion, oh, I don't even know how to do oh, it, right? Dude, you're so right. And it, it, it can go even simpler. I'm grateful that I can breathe with ease. I'm grateful mm. that I can stand on my own two feet. I'm grateful that I have hands that I can pick up whatever I want. I'm grateful that I can walk outside and breathe fresh air. I mean, it, really think about the things that we take for granted every day. Yeah. I mean, but it's so easy to fall into the trap of taking nearly everything, right? That is at your fingertips and, for granted. And we're learning that now as a society, like for the first time ever, you've got a whole planet in a state <laughs> going into a state of gratitude. It's inevitable that we are starting to go, holy shit. We mm. have taken so much for, for granted, you know, just being yeah. able to go down the road and, and get, um, you know, something from the local shop and have that interaction and a little bit of connection suddenly is, is gone. You know, being, huh. being, able, yeah. being able to catch Going up. Going out for breakfast. Right, being able to go out for breakfast or being able to catch up with you for a beer and, and to do this face-to-face. -face. Um, mm. For me, being able to grab my surfboard and just go for a surf and get my head back, you know, get back into my, back into my spirit, I'm not allowed to do. Mm. Um, which it's really interesting. It is that for it's like we were just talking about when you have to lose something, you're more grateful. This is like on a grand scale, uh, everyone has lost something or another, some ability to do something, something that potentially brings them joy, something that they didn't even realize potentially brought them joy. Like it's just a session of habit, right? Like 
on a Sunday morning, you may go to your local cafe and read the paper and have a coffee, right? Where you might be able to go get a takeaway coffee, but you got to read the paper back at home now, right? And it's, it's a little, yes, it's a little different. Is it the same? No. Is it potential? Is it doing the same activity? Yeah, it is. But we're forced to go, oh, wow, all these things are now taken away. And we think you just took for granted and things that were potentially habit. And so there's two scenarios taking place now. Um, there's people who are shifting into gratitude and they've got this beautiful light, you know, feeling good about life, even though <laughs> the environment doesn't really support that way of, of being, but your, your ability to look at the, the situation and, and take the best from it puts you in a, a really beautiful space where you're, you know, probably healthy. And then there's the other way um, when things are going horribly wrong and we just, we devalue it more. We go, oh, is this happening? Oh, it's so unfair. You know, that victim mentality, yeah. which will, you, you ride that wave until you really, really hurt and you're forced to shift. You know, how long do we want to go down that path? How, the only answer is really how we look at it. And when we shift into that grateful space, wow, it just gets better. But I mean, Jeanette, the exciting thing is, for me, I'm currently with one of my um, one of my students at the moment. We're doing this experiment, the Einstein wand experiment, and it's it's mm-hmm. studying the body's um, energy field around it, right? And basically, mm-hmm. you have to get two coat hangers and two straws, and you make these L-shaped wands, and you hold them ten inches from your chest, and then you just bring up any thought you have that is negative you know bring up Mm -hmm. a negative image in your mind of a time where you felt lack or you lost or whatever it is or pain and these wands they just come together and they start to touch each other and cross over and then you tell the the person i told um lived you know i think of something really positive an experience or an event or a feeling and bang these wands they turn the other way and it's just this cool way of introducing someone to the concept of, you know, energy, you know, everything is energy. And um, we're just starting to study this and, and, and gratitude. What's really interesting is the, is that positive frequency. Mm-hmm. And so people who are grateful are actually vibrating on a, a higher frequency. Um, and there's just a whole interesting science around it without going into, you know, down that path. But in, in quantum physics, they're talking about, you know, thoughts attracting things. And it just becomes very interesting as we have a, a large groups of people moving into this gratitude space, this beautiful high frequency of what potentially that means after this epidemic, you know, or pandemic. Yeah, I think it's, you find it is impossible. I would say next to impossible because I don't know if it is impossible or not. Um, and those who want to challenge me on that, please uh, do, and then let me know if it is possible, um, to be stressed or sad in a space, from a space of gratitude, right? So if you are, or angry, I would say, like if you are stressed, angry, or sad, and you start to either go for a walk, right? So you go for a walk and you change your physiology and then you start change your focus and you're focusing on stuff that that you are grateful for, that I am able to go for a walk, for example. I have shoes on my feet, different things. It's actually, um, obviously, you change those two things, you're going to change your state. But it also 
it's hard to go be angry when you're when you're grateful. It's hard to be stressed when you're when you're actually grateful and you're like, oh wow, okay, what I am earning for more, yearning for more, actually, it's already enough. Mm. And and that's just such a you know a great point that your brain can only focus on one thought at a time. Mm. You know what I mean? And so for me, I'm a bit slow on the uptake still. I know this, but I'll be going down a dark path. And then I have that Homer Simpson, Marge, change the channel. (laughs) And that's when I laugh and I change the channel and I think about something else consciously. I, I go, you know what? This is true. This is a feeling I have, but I don't want to feel that right now. I don't, I don't need to go down that path, um, overthink it. I've felt that. And this isn't um, supportive of, of who I want to be today. So I'm going to change the channel. It's not about ignoring it. We don't want to you know, have people think that's what we're saying. It's about when it becomes unhealthy and you have a repetitive thought that causes you pain. Um, you, know, you can change the channel. We don't watch a horror movie, hate it, and then uh, you know, say, can we watch it again and again yeah. and again and mm-hmm. again? And you know that horror movie? And it's just compulsively, that's madness. Yet we, we do yeah. do it all the time. Yeah, we do. Right? And you fall into a pattern and it's like, well, you have, be grateful you have choice, right? Oh. Be grateful that you have awareness. And that's just, um, oh. like, we live, we live in, uh, in Melbourne, right? Or regional Melbourne. Uh, at times for some of the week, but it's um we have running water. We uh, we both have a roof over our heads. Uh, we have a fridge with food in it. Mate, uh, mate I, I right now I, I shit you not. I'm sitting here and I've got two king parrots in front of me. Just a yeah, right. beautiful orange cool. and green king parrot. There, there's so many things that are free. You know what I mean? Mm. That are just we are so blessed. Um. Mm. But you could also choose, right? On the flip side, right? This is a this is a choice that we and you, the listener, can choose to make. Like you can choose to go, oh wow, look, I'm having a conversation, we're recording a podcast, which is which is fun, I hope. And uh, there's some king parts in front of you, or oh, look, I'm in crutches, I can't really do anything, my ankles bang, I can't skate, I can't do this, I can't. Oh, pity, pity, pity. And I want to have a pity party for myself, right? Um, it's it's really a choice. Yeah, and I mean, who, you know, I I I believe that you've got to honour the feelings you you have. Um, I really yeah, do. Course. But I believe that at some point, there's a point where you felt it, and now you're dwelling. I um, mean, you need to move on and let go, you know, as best yeah. you can. And those things will come back, and there'll be times where you're low, and you'll have to you have to do it all again. But being grateful. Um, appreciating the things that you have will only draw more things into your life to be grateful for and appreciate. So yeah. it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I got a, uh, I got a quote here oh, stop um, it. to, to end us off. So good. Right. Um, gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order confusion into clarity it makes sense of our past brings peace for today and creates a vision for tomorrow wow that's fucking awesome isn't it (laughs)
Yeah, <laughs> nah, it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective, doesn't it? Oh, mate, what a what a what a privilege! Thanks, my friend, for today. This was awesome. No, thank you, and uh, thank you, team out there that are listening in. Um, and let us know what you think, and we will catch you next time. Yeah. Power to the people. See ya. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you liked our episode and what you heard, please leave us a review on uh, the platform that you've been listening on. And to find out more about us, please tune in to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com and you can find out some updates about what's happening and get updates on as episodes drop. Thanks again.